Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that he will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Memorial Day to men and women who have sacrificed for our great country and our freedoms that we experience today. Aren't you grateful? Let's give them a hand. Thank you for being here on this Memorial Day weekend. It is a time that we remember. Memorial Day is about remembering those men and women who courageously uh, have fought for our freedoms, who gave their life for this country so we can join here together and worship the Lord uh, I came across a poem several years ago describing this soldier, and uh, this poem's always stuck with me, one I've always appreciated. I wanted to share it with you this morning, talking about how great our military is. It is the soldier, not the minister, who gives us freedom of religion. It is the soldier, not the reporter, who has given us freedom of the press. It is the soldier, not the poet, who has given us freedom of speech. It is the soldier, not the campus organizer, who has given us freedom to protest. It is the soldier, not the lawyer, who has given us the right to a fair trial. It is the soldier, not the politician, who has given us the right to vote. It is the soldier who salutes the flag. It's the soldier who uh, serves beneath the flag. It's the soldier whose coffin is draped by the flag. On this Memorial Day, we honor our soldiers. We honor our military and we are blessed. We are blessed uh, here in the United States of America to have the world's greatest military and I know you're thankful uh, for each and every one of them and if there's anyone here uh, this morning in God's house that you are a veteran, served our country, I want to ask you to stand at this time and remain standing. Any veterans in the house, please stand. Please stand. Please stand. Please stand. Please stand. Let me just say to all you men and women, we praise the Lord for you. Thank you for your commitment. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for giving to this country and being willing to serve and protect our land. May God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. You may be seated. We give God glory for each one of them. Memorial Day is a time that we remember, and that's what we want to do today as we come together is remember... That's the title of my message today is Never Forget God. Never Forget God. Let me say it again. Never Forget God. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, that's one of the first five books of the Old Testament. You can go ahead and turn there to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8, we find ourselves at a scene with God's people. They've been traveling uh, through the wilderness. They went... Uh, out of Egypt into the wilderness. They've been traveling through the wilderness for 40-something years under the leadership of Moses. I'm sure all of us are familiar with those stories where Moses led the people out of Egypt. Now he's been leading them for 40 years, and one generation has already passed away because of their unbelief and doubt and the uh, promises of God. And now another generation has been raised up, and, and Moses has led these people uh, right here to the verge of the wilderness, 
And they're getting ready to cross out of, uh, from the wilderness over into that promised land that uh, God had promised their forefathers. They're camping right there near the Jordan River. And they can see the city of Jericho in their sight. Can you imagine how they're feeling 40 years of wandering, 40 years of uh, wondering why it's taken so long and all the different things they've had to deal with. And, and now here they are, and they're right at the edge of the wilderness, getting ready to leave out and go into the promised land that God has promised them uh, in a covenant. And Moses, he, he's there with them, and we know from the scriptures that Moses is not allowed. He's not allowed to go into the promised land. So here they are, they're camping there. And Moses begins to preach to them a sermon, one of the most powerful sermons that they've ever heard before uh, in their walk with God. And it's found in Deuteronomy chapter 8. And he tells them that it all summed up like this. This would be the title of Moses' message. Never forget God. Never forget God. Never forget him. Look, you've been in the wilderness. Never forget him. Now you're going into the promised land. And when you go in, never forget what God has done for you. Never forget who he is and never forget what he's done in your life. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Here's the sermon that Moses preached. He says, be careful to follow every command I'm giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land that the Lord promised on an oath to your forefathers. Remember how the Lord God led you all the way in the desert or the wilderness for these 40 years. Now that word remember in the Hebrew is a word that you can study and it means to play back. Play back in your mind. Play back in your heart. Rewind how good God is. Play back how good God is and what he's done in your life. So every time you see the word remember, God's telling them to play it back over and over again on how good he is. So Moses says, remember how the Lord led you through the wilderness for those 40 years to humble you and to test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. He humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your fathers had known to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on the word that God, on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. You remember Jesus saying that in the wilderness? Temptation. And then it says in verse 4, Your clothes did not wear out and your feet did not swell during these 40 years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, so the Lord your God disciplines you. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in his ways, revering him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with streams and pools of water, with springs flowing into valleys and hills, a land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil and honey, a land where bread will not be scarce and you will lack nothing, a land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land that he has given you. But be careful that you don't forget the Lord. Be careful that you don't forget the Lord. Be careful that you don't forget the Lord. Failing to observe his commands and his laws and his decrees that I'm giving you this day. 
Listen to this. Otherwise, if you forget the Lord when you eat and are satisfied and when you build fine houses and settle down and when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt and out of the land of slavery. He led you through this vast and dreadful desert or wilderness That thirsty and waterous land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of a hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the desert. Something your fathers had never known to humble and to test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power and my strength and my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers as it is today. If you ever forget the Lord, your God, and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. Like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you again for... uh, your presence in this place. And Holy Spirit, right now, I just believe in you. I believe you to fill me, empower me. I believe you to anoint our time right now, Lord. I just pray, God, for a fresh baptism with your Holy Spirit now in fire. God, upon myself, upon everybody here, that, God, that we would just uh, be encouraged and empowered, God, and that your word will just land on fertile ground, will not return void, and that lives will be changed today, all for your glory and your honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Never forget God. Never forget God. Never forget Him. How easy we forget. I'm at an age now where I'm starting to forget a lot. I heard somebody say not too long ago that they asked, do you ever think about the here and after? And the lady said, yeah, every time I walk into a room, I think, what in the world am I here after? We we forget. We forget. Now, i got to say, I was a little, uh, you know, I don't know the word for it. I just had to explain to you the story. There's a guy that comes to this church here. He comes at times, him and his wife. And he was telling me a story not too long ago about how him and his wife and their children went on a trip to Orlando, Florida. I think they went to Disney World. They went to Disney World, spent some time there at Disney World. And on their way back to North Carolina, they were coming down I-95 and they stopped to gas the car up. His wife and the children were all asleep in the back seat of the car. I know how that feels right there. And he stops at the gas station and he fills the car with gas and he gets in the car and he takes off and gets on 95 and goes and starts trucking down the road only to realize that he forgot his wife and left her at the gas station. He didn't realize that she had got out of the car but she had went inside the store and he left and got on the road and all of a sudden the cell phone rings, an unknown number. Man, Lord, I'm glad I didn't have to pick that telephone up. Thank you, Jesus. And he said he picked it up, and it was the, uh, it was the uh, lady at the store, the cashier, and the uh, wife had borrowed the phone and said, look, we're reminding you, we think you left something behind, your wife. And he says, don't worry, I'm on the way back right now. So he had to go back and pick her up. Man, I can't even imagine how that went down. There's a lesson there. Never forget God and never forget your wife. I meant to ask him, did he do it on purpose, but I didn't. But we do. How easy, how easy... We forget. And the same thing that Moses was doing, he was warning God's people in this 
uh, message that he was giving them in Deuteronomy chapter 8. He was warning them not to forget God. But you know what, friend? We're guilty today of the same thing they were guilty of then. Sometimes we can forget God. We can forget about who he is and we can forget about all that he's done in our life. We can sometimes take God for granted. All of us can. And, and Moses was saying to them, listen, you're, you're here in the wilderness and you're getting ready to cross over into the promised land. And listen to me, Moses is saying. He says, when you cross over from the wilderness into the promised land, the greatest threat that you're going to face is not going to be the enemies that you're going to encounter. The greatest threat that you will ever face in your life is if you forget God. If you forget God. Don't ever forget Him because if you ever do forget Him, you will surely be destroyed is what Moses said. Don't ever forget Him. And we have the potential, this passage of Scripture tells us today that we have the potential to forget God. Things can be going rough and then things can get going better and we just kind of put Him on the back burner sometimes and we're like, well, I don't need you right now. I'll just get up with you later. That's how we forget God. You know, when we have a problem going on in our life, we remember God then. When, when our world is, is shaking all around us, uh, we'll be at the altars pouring out our heart and soul, seeking God, remembering God, calling on God. When, when, when we're in a deep felt prayer of uh, just seeking the Lord because of a storm that we're going through in our life, we'll, we'll, just, we'll seek God and we'll call on God and we'll cry out to God. But as soon as God answers, as soon as your world is not shaking anymore, as soon as the sun comes back out again, we just kind of throw our nose up sometimes and we just walk on and we don't even give Him glory for what He's done. We forget God. God, help us not to be that way, but I've been guilty of it in my past, and you've been guilty of it too, and I've seen it, man. I, I've seen some sad things happen here in this ministry. People that are going through some of the greatest struggles, people that are going through some of the greatest battles of their life, and they'll be here at the altar, and they'll be giving it all to God, pouring it all out to God, calling on God, and God will show up, and He'll work a miracle, and He'll do something great. And then slowly but surely, that one that was at the altar, that was pouring their heart and soul out to God, you don't even see them at the altars no more. The same one that was at the altar pouring their heart out to God because of what they were going through in their life, you no longer see them at the altar and then it's not long and you no longer see them even come through the doors of the church anymore. And they... Or doing the same thing that Moses was warning God's people about. The problem was they were forgetting God. And that can destroy you how easy we forget. How easy we forget. Do you know from Genesis to Revelation that God gives us a command to remember Him over and over again? He says, I want you to remember my name. In other words, He says, make my name a memorial from generation to generation. I want you to make my name known, make me the memorial from generation to generation. I want you to play back in your mind, tell your kids, tell your grandkids, tell your family how good I am and how great I am and all I've done for you in your life. Don't ever forget it, is what God is saying. And may God's people never forget what He's done for us. Why do we need to remember? Why does God want us to remember? Why does God want us to play these things back over and over in our hearts and in our minds? The reason He wants you to remember is because it can bring ministry to you in your present situation. 
that when you can uh, go through life and you encounter some kind of storm or some kind of tragedy or some kind of trial, you'll be able to look back and play back in your mind that God, he was with me when I was in that fire there, but he delivered me. And if he did it then, he can do it today. And your faith will rise up and you'll be encouraged. And God says, play it back in your mind. Play it back in your heart. And remember and never forget me. So whether you're in the wilderness this morning, like I'm sure some of you are, or whether you're already crossed over into a new season, into a promised land, it doesn't matter. Moses said, listen, whether you're in the wilderness or whether you're in the promised land, never, 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 never forget God. Never forget Him. The first thing we need to remember and never forget is God's greatness. God's greatness. Aren't you grateful today that God is great? He's great and greatly to be praised. Moses is talking to the people of God and he's telling them, he says, listen, you need to remind yourself and you need to remember those 40 years when you were in the desert and in the wilderness. You need to remember, and I remember, and God knows, he knows that great trial that you went through. He knows those great battles you went through. He knows those great giants that you faced. But don't you never forget that no matter what you went through, nothing is greater than God. That's what Moses was saying, that God is greater. The psalmist said in Psalm 145, that great is the Lord, great is the Lord, and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. Friend, you can't wrap your mind around the greatness of God. And you need to praise Him for His greatness today. Look, you've been praying and you've been asking God to show up, and in your mind you're thinking that it needs to work out this way, but God's saying, no, I got something even greater for you because God is great. So I just appeal to you today, my brother and sister in Christ, that you never forget, that you never forget as you travel through the wilderness, that as you're going through this path through the wilderness, that you have the most high God with you, friend, the great God who can do great things. Don't ever forget it. Listen, no matter what you're going through or what you're facing, you have a great God leading the way who cares about you. One of the main reasons... That God's people were in the wilderness so many years is because they had forgot about God's greatness. That's the reason they were wandering in the desert because they had forgotten God's greatness. And Moses is saying, don't you remember the miracles that God did for you? Don't you remember those ten plagues in Egypt when I delivered you out of Egypt? How it impacted the people of Egypt but it didn't phase you? Don't you remember the miracle when you were at the Red Sea and I opened up the sea and I swallowed up the armies of Pharaoh? Don't you remember when you're traveling through the wilderness and there's a cloud leading you by day and a fire by night? Don't you remember the miracle when you were hungry and your belly was growling and I provided manna from heaven and water out of a rock? Don't you remember that I do great miracles? Moses is trying to remind him that even in the wilderness... That they never need to forget God's greatness. There's a man in the Bible that we can all relate to this morning. That he at times had forgotten God's greatness because of the wilderness he was going through. That is the man Job. We've all heard of Job. Man, my goodness, if there was a man that ever went through a wilderness in his life, it was Job. I mean, the wilderness of losing everything, losing his children. The wilderness of suffering through physical pain. The wilderness of rejection, the wilderness of ridicule, Job faced it all. Like some of you this morning who are going through some wildernesses of your own. 
And while Job was going through that wilderness, he got his eyes off of God. And he began to doubt God and doubt God's greatness. And God had to come to Job and have a conversation with Job. Have you ever had God come to you and have a conversation? He'll do it. And in Job 38, we find Job in his wilderness and he's got his mind off of God and he's lost his faith in God. And we see here where God comes to him in a conversation. And he says, Job, don't you forget how great I am. Don't you forget that I'm the one that laid the foundations of the earth. Where were you at, Job, when that happened? You can't do it, Job. I'm the only one that can do that. Job, where were you at when I set limits to the sea and the ocean so the waters don't flood the whole earth? You can't do that, Job. Only I can do that. Job, where were you at when I put the stars in the sky and named them? Where were you at when I made morning and night? Job, you can't do that. Only I can do that. He said, Job, where were you at when I created a storehouse for the water and the snow and the hail? Where were you at, Job, when I sent the lightning and the thunder? Where were you at, Job, when I made the winds blow across the, the land of the earth? You can't do it, Job. Only I can do it. And Job finally fell down and said, Hallelujah, glory to God. You're great and you can do all things, God. You can do all things because of your greatness. Hallelujah. You can do all things. Nothing's too hard for God. So never forget God's greatness. Because Job's eyes were opened back up and realized how great God is and how God is the one in control, friend. He is great and greatly to be praised. So play back in your mind the greatness of God. And never forget His greatness and never forget His deliverance. The psalmist said in Psalm 3.8, The Lord from the Lord comes deliverance. Aren't you grateful today that the Lord delivers? Moses reminded the Israelites. He said, listen, I'm reminding you how God delivered you out of Egypt. I'm reminding you today how God delivered you from Pharaoh. I'm reminding you how God delivered you out of the wilderness. Let me ask you this morning. Are you here this morning and you need to be delivered out of a wilderness? Maybe it's the wilderness of sin. Maybe you've been living in sin, in rebellion against God. Let me tell you this morning that Jesus Christ, through the work of the cross, He can deliver you from that sin. He can forgive you and give you new life. Are you in the wilderness of sin this morning? Are you in the wilderness of anger? Are you in the wilderness of bitterness? The wilderness of pain? Well, let me ask you this morning, what is your wilderness what do you need to be delivered from today? Because Moses was telling God's people, he says, I'm, I'm in the wilderness and the only way out of your present wilderness is for you to remember how God has brought you out before, how God has delivered you before. You need to play back in your mind if you wanted to come out of your wilderness what God's done before. How many of y'all remember the story of David when he was fighting Goliath the giant? I wish there was a giant here. I see one. <laughs> you know, when David was getting ready to fight the Goliath, I mean the giant Goliath, he was talking to Saul, and what did he say? 
before he was to take on the giant, he says, wait a minute, I, I remember, I'm playing back something in my mind. Something's beginning to stir here. And I remember when I was a young boy, I would be out in the pasture land of my father's flock. And sometimes a lion and sometimes a bear would come and attack the sheep. And I remember the power of God would come on me and I would take that lion, rip him open. I'd take that bear and rip him open. I remember how God delivered me from the lion and delivered me from the bear. And the same God that delivered me from them, he'll deliver me from the giant today. Hallelujah. He'll deliver you, friend. He will deliver you. I remember what David was doing. What David was doing was remembering those past victories and celebrating those things that God had done for him. And that's what we need to do, friend. Do you remember when? Do you remember when God delivered you? Do you remember or have you already forgot it and you don't play it back in your mind anymore? Do you remember when God delivered you? I remember when. I remember how Jesus saved me from my sins. And I'll never forget how Jesus delivered me and saved me from eternal hell. I'll never forget how he closed the gates of hell and opened up a doorway to heaven for me. Aren't you grateful today? I remember all those times that I should have died or ended up in jail. I'll never forget how God delivered me from my addictions and my youthful ignorance. I'll never forget how Jesus healed me from my addiction. I remember hearing my wife say she was leaving me. But I'll never forget how God saved our marriage. How God stepped in with grace and did something great and put it all back together for his glory. I remember hearing my wife cry as she informed me we lost our baby during her pregnancy. But I'll never forget how God showed up and comforted us and brought us healing through that season that we were in. I remember the times. Oh, I remember the times I felt like giving up. I remember the times I felt like quitting. I remember the times I felt like throwing in a towel. But I'll never forget how God showed up in his greatness and delivered me and gave me strength and gave me encouragement and filled my heart with hope again. I'll never forget because God is great, friend, and he will deliver you. He will bring you through. He'll bring you through. Praise the Lord. Some of you need to know this morning that he's not forgotten you. He's not forgotten you. You may have forgotten him at times, and you may, you may be in the wilderness today, but he's not forgotten you. Let me ask you this question. Where in the world would you be this morning if, if God would have left you and forsaken you? Where would you be at today if Jesus hadn't delivered you through? Where would you be at today? Where would you be at today, sir? Where would you be at today, ma'am, if Jesus hadn't delivered you and brought you through? Some of you would be dead this morning. Some of you would be in jail this morning. Some of you would be in a mental hospital this morning. Some of you would still be out there running in rebellion to God. Where would you be today if God hadn't delivered you and brought you through? Lord, I'll never forget your deliverance. I'll thank you for bringing me through the wilderness. The wilderness of fear. The wilderness of failure. The wilderness of pain. The wilderness of depression. I thank you, God, for bringing me through let me ask you this morning, friend. Let me just ask you this question. Has God brought you through some places? If he's brought you through some places, why don't you clap your hands for him and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's brought us through. And I'll never forget where he's brought me from. I want to just tell you this. I was reading that scripture in Deuteronomy 8. And the Lord reminded me, you know, you're going to go through some wilderness times in your life. You're going to go through some times in your life when you're wondering why things are going the way they are. You're wondering when is it going to ever stop? When is the pain going to stop? You keep wondering and wondering. When's it ever going to be right again? 
And the Lord told me to tell you this morning, friend, even if you're in the wilderness wandering, if you'll just hold on to your faith, trust his greatness, believe that he will deliver you, he will bring you into a promised land that's filled with his blessing and filled with his benefits because there's something greater on the other side. It's worth it all. Don't quit. Don't give up. But keep your eyes on the author and the finisher of your faith, Jesus Christ, and he will see you through until you make it to that promised land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Never forget God's deliverance. Never forget his deliverance. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come and help me. Never forget God's love. Never forget God's love. Never forget his greatness. Never forget his deliverance and never forget his love. Aren't you grateful today for that love? Well, Randy was singing away a while ago. The love that won't let me stay the same. The love that pardoned me. Man, no greater love than Jesus Christ that he was willing to die for us even while we were yet sinners. For the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son to whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but will have everlasting life. He loves you this morning. He loves you this morning. Sir, he loves you. Ma'am, he loves you. Teenager, he loves you. Let me just tell you, my friend, he loves you today. He loves you with an everlasting love. And I'm grateful for his love today. And the greatest memorial today, the greatest thing that we could ever remember is the cross of Jesus Christ. Is the cross. Is the cross. Listen, we need to remember his greatness and we need to remember his deliverance. But the greatest thing that you need to play back over and over and over and over in your mind today, if you're saved and on your way to heaven, is that Jesus died on a cross for you because he loves you. And that God... In power, raise his son back up to life again, and he's alive. And because Jesus is alive, friend, you can live forever. But don't ever forget the cross. Don't ever forget the cross. Don't ever forget the cross. He died on that cross for all of us because he loves us. The Bible says in 1 John 3.16, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. The greatest sacrifice took place at the cross. And we were reminded today.